0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another episode of Keep the Receipts and back to back weeks. Got the original crew back. Zungi's here. Zungi, go ahead and say a little hi or whatnot. Say you're back.
1: What's going on, guys? You know, we're back. We're trying to make this happen more often than not. We're ready to go. Rock and roll. Let's get it.
0: Yes. Although football season is pretty much in full swing now, it's about. Training camp just started, preseason game, Hall of Fame game last night. Soccer season is about to kick off, but we know Zungi is definitely not an expert in neither of those sports, so we're not going to cover that. We are going to cover a little bit of basketball, and I'll kind of come up with my own podcast to talk about a little bit about soccer and football, but thing I want to talk about I think the biggest storyline of the offseason so far that clearly hasn't happened yet, right? As Damian Lillard. He's still on the Portland Trailblazers. The Portland Trailblazers are playing hardball with Miami. Rumors are that there's no other team in the running for Dame. It's just him right now. Uh, I mean, it's just the Miami Heat right now. He wants to go there. There was reports that he told management, hey, I'm only going to the Heat. He told his agent that. The agent's kind of been telling all the teams that. What are your thoughts? Do you think it's eventually going to happen? Is Dame Lillard going to be a Miami Heat? And if he does end up on the Heat, what do you think about the team in general? How does that change a team that was in the finals last year? They won a game in the finals against Jokic, against a team that was practically almost unbeatable throughout the playoffs. Fart, underdog, you know the heart, hustle, the heat culture, all that. I really didn't get your thoughts on that throughout the playoffs, but I wanted to hear what you think. Does Dame Lillard put them over the top? Do they or do they become the best team in the East? Let me know what you think. Um,
1: I I don't think they've become the best team in the East. So, so I mean, going back to Damian Lillard, I mean, it, look, trading him is hard. Um, the reason why he hasn't been dealt right now, it's simple reason that Miami doesn't have enough to give up, and the package that they're getting that Portland wants for Damian Lillard, is just not enough, and rightfully so. I mean, uh, if if you look at the guys that they lost after this final run, who, who played a big part in running to this finals, um, you got Gabe Vincent, who they lost to the Lakers, I believe. Yeah. Uh, Stroess, they lost to Cleveland, if I'm not mistaken. That's and correct. so, like, those were guys that potentially could be dealt within this deal, um, to get Dame Lillard. And um, now they've basically lost these two guys. How, like, they're not going to be able to. It, it's a difficult situation for Portland to be in. Um, and and of course, like. from a Miami perspective they're like they're just trying to lowball and and kind of get like the Bradley Beal thing but although Bradley Beal's contract was absurd of course I don't think Dames is that bad but uh they're trying to get something I guess in a in a similar perspective where they don't really give up anything and and they get a a star slash superstar a superstar in return I'm sorry not not a star he's a superstar but does it make him it definitely takes them in that in that top four category easily right and 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 if you're in that top four in in your conference you have you could get to the one right it's just and look miami went to the finals last year being an eight seed um but they lost key pieces um yeah putting dame on that team uh it, it's a different dynamic that they have to deal with so um of course you you want to see how it plays out but you know Having Coach Spo at the helm, um, you got Jimmy who's staying right. Um, that's that. That I think in itself uh, should speak volume to trying to make this damn thing happen, um, and, and getting them over to Miami and and whatever, you know, whatever that Miami has got to pull, they want to get them over and try to see if they can potentially win. They weren't that far off, you know. Like, I mean, of course, like Denver handled them pretty, uh, I guess, convincingly. But, I mean, getting Dame on that team... They
0: handled everybody convincingly, right? <laughs> the Suns won
1: too. Just want to throw that out
0: there. <laughs> Nobody wants to hear that. Nobody trying to hear that. But then, then they're um, blown out at home. Part- no Participation trophies <laughs> are on these parties. you Don't go over with that. Um, th- th- this is what I want to talk about. You said it doesn't make them the favorites. If it doesn't, who is still the favorite? Is it still Giannis' East? Until otherwise, is it... I don't know. What do you think about Philadelphia? They're kind of, I mean, I love James Harden more than like literally 95% of the world, right? Even, but let's be realistic. Him and Joel Embiid playoff shortcoming, especially Joel Embiid. Harden's been to this conference finals. Harden's been to a final. Joel Embiid, for whatever reason, can't seem to get out of the second round, right? They had, they had game six on at home. They didn't get it done. Game seven, they lost in record blowout fashion. What are your thoughts? Do you think that somebody like is Giannis just too good that it doesn't matter what Miami does or it doesn't matter what Dame does. Cause I think that's a, a pretty solid three headed monster with Dame, Jimmy Butler, and Bam. Right? It clearly makes them better, right? And then the, the big the package that they're talking about right now is of course, you know, Gabe Vincent's gone and Struis is gone. It's gonna be something around the lines of you know Tyler Hero coming, few first round picks uh, role players, you know, salary fillers to kind of make it work. But then this is this is what I think. Portland has some leverage because Damon's is like on a contract for another four years, so they don't have to necessarily trade him. Kind of like the KD situation over the summer with the Nets. The Nets didn't have to trade him. We got your rights with three more years. Like if yeah. you know shut up and kind of play, right? You don't have to. And then I think the the Blazers are also looking like the Jazz got five first round picks for Rudy Gobert inflated the more dame exactly right and it, it that's wacky and out of the loop i talked about it when it happened i was like this is crazy i don't know what minnesota was thinking doing it, it didn't make sense from a fit perspective but five first round picks is even crazier on top of that the players are looking like hey dame is definitely better than rudy gobert whatever you think about dame he's been rudy gobert right can we get something in that range right that's I think that's kind of the the holdup, right? If you th- if you don't think Miami's gonna be that favorite, is it Giannis's league or is it Giannis's East? See, look, I mean,
1: if you want to knock Giannis for last year, right, can. More than welcome yeah. to. Um although guys playing off injury. A lot of things happened. Um and now, and again, I don't I don't think the East has decided. I don't think the East is decided by any means, right? You still got Boston, right? You still have um, the Sixers, I, I feel like with with the Harden situation, whatever that comes about, um, uh, and whatever the Sixers are looking to do there, um, it, you know, you're you're gonna give the keys to Tyrese Maxey, right? You're gonna let him run and him and Embiid. So, how far can those guys actually take you? Is was Harden holding Maxey back to an extent, right? Uh, that's that's a very valid question to be asked, and and. And rightfully so. Um, so there's that team as well. So here you got Boston, you got Sixers, you got the Bucks, and then you have the Heat. No particular order there, but th- the Heat were the eight seed and they went, you know, to the finals. So again, I, 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 I think it it makes them better. Of course, don't be on the bringing- fence.
0: I need an answer. If you let, let the season starts today, who's coming out of the East? Um. I'm going to go Giannis. I I, I feel
1: like, look, whatever happened last year happened, uh, I I felt like it had a lot to do with injury. And I feel like Giannis will be, when he comes back this year, I feel like it's vengeance. It's revenge mode. It's, I'm going to destroy you. And they pretty much kept their team together. I don't think they made any major moves by any means. um, But, I mean that's a, a lot of it comes to continuity with that team. Um, that team won a championship. They know each other. They kept Brook Lopez, who people thought were gonna was gonna walk. Um, that's a huge part. Had they lost Brook Lopez, I might change my pick. They didn't lose Brook Lopez. Yeah. They still got Middleton. Um, I mean, true, correct. Uh, so, I mean, you have you have pretty much a, a continuous. A team that I feel like it can still win win the East and potentially, again, be in the run for a championship pretty easily.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I, I feel the same way. I, I'm so of the mindset. Yeah, Giannis lost. They were still the number one seed. The Bucs were the number one seed, right? The Heat won. The Bucs were still the number one seed, even though they had all these issues. Right. Chris Middleton playing game. He wasn't playing. sometimes. Sometimes he was. He really wasn't himself. He really hasn't been himself for probably like a year and a half, to be fair. To him, all the injuries and all the stuff, but Giannis is still putting up MVP numbers. The guy was still putting up like the guy's just—he's in his prime. He's going to be so good for a long time, right? I can't bet against Giannis. I think the Heat feel like we're being disrespected. I think we're we're doing what everybody's been doing to the Heat for (laughs) for the last like three four years. They've been to the final twice in the last five years, but nobody counts. Nope. I don't know how many people are going to predict they're going to win the title. How many people are even predicting they're going to get to the conference finals or even the finals? I think with Dame, that definitely changes, but I, I'm still the same way. It's like, I don't know, Jimmy Butler is great, but I feel like, is he top 10? Borderline, possibly, right? Like, it's like right, right there on the cusp. And then I think you have to have a top five to be ideal. Like, I, of course, you want a top 10 guy, but I think ideally you need like a top five guy to win the title. And I don't think Jimmy Butler is that. Even if you think he's top ten, he's right there towards the bottom. Right. Moving up to five, that's but a best big you put, guy. If you
1: if you put Dame on that team, that's that's Two giving in the you top fifteen that's def- possibly. That's I mean, yeah, that's potentially giving you. A, I mean, depending on who asks, I feel like you could put Dame in a top ten. Um, I, I don't know about Jimmy. I feel like Jimmy crosses over the top ten for a lot. Um, it'll be hard to fit him in the top ten. Um, for,
0: for most I, I think I would it's say. the opposite. I, I think it's the opposite. I think that Dame would be the one that would be on the, I mean, the on- outside looking yep. in, especially because Jimmy, playoff Jimmy is a real thing. It's for real. Like, he is a different monster come playoff time. Yeah, and that's that's correct. I agree with that. Da- Damien Lillard, for all of his greatness, mm-hmm. really hasn't done much in Portland. And the last few years has just been a crapshoot where, again, they're young players. They draft a Scoot. They don't need Dame anymore. So it's like this weird thing. I think eventually he's going to end up traded most likely to Miami because
1: I I think there's a lot at stake for Portland um, when it comes to this Damien thing because if he gets dealt to the wrong team, I think that's going to be something that will be irreparable for Portland. It's not like Portland signing free agents left and right. There's nobody that goes to Portland and says, I want to go to Portland. Nobody wants to go to Portland, um, and I mean they'll Jeremy get Grant guys here. And 25 there. here but... <laughs> they'll get Jerry Grant <laughs> type of players for sure, yeah. but um, nobody wants to go to Portland. And Dame's pretty much given it all right. He's done everything in his power. Uh, he, he's he's given them playoff runs. He's taken to the conference finals. Um, it just never was enough. And it was never going to be enough. That team was never built to win a title. Um, they were never able to put a title contender, a legit title contender um, during, I mean, rightfully yeah. so, the Warriors were there and stuff like that. And they ran through, you know, their their competition. But it was never, there There was never no like, hey, the Portland Trailblazers this year, you know, are definitely looking really good. Maybe they were a four seed at a, at a point fifth seed that's yeah. pretty much they got to the conference
0: finals that one year and yeah. then that was it with yeah, uh, and they got swept um, in that did. conference finals yeah against the Warriors. i mean it was unfair it was an and unfair yeah it's
1: it, so i it, i think portland has to do the right thing according to dame uh and i i don't know how that's going to work with with the whole you know what they're going to get out of it uh that's 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 where it's at, I think. But I think Port, in order for Portland to um, keep some sort of stake or some sort of, you know, be on the good side of the players, they're going to have to deal him to Miami one way or another, and they're going to have to figure it out.
0: Yeah, and I think eventually he's going to end up on Miami, and I think he's been too loyal, too good to the Blazers for them to, like, do him wrong right at the end. I think eventually star players get what they want. Kevin Drang got what he wanted. All the star players that ever got recently traded have pretty much got what they wanted. Kyrie wanted to get traded. He got traded. Harden wanted to get traded. He got traded.
1: This might be a topic for another uh, podcast, but honestly, I- I'm not with that. I, I genuinely dislike players always wanting to go to another team after they sign a contract. But that's we'll talk about that at some po- other point.
0: Yeah, Just you to would water. not have Kev- you would not have Kevin Durant on your team. That's, I, I definitely understand. I wholeheartedly disagree with that. But I wanted to talk so let's kind of stick to the top, right? We talked about Dame. He's played for the Blazers. He's also played for Team USA. And the FIBA World Cup is coming up starting at the end of August, uh, going into September. And I was looking at this roster and boy, this roster is bad. Like again, it's the world cup. It's not the Olympics. (laughs) Yeah. I, I, again, for all those listening, I I told Zengi not to look at the roster just so I could read him the roster, just to let him know like how bad it is. First of all, the one thing you got to keep in mind is none of these guys have played senior USA basketball. None of them. So it's all practically first timers in team USA. They're going to play. I think it's in the Philippines, uh, Japan and a couple of, uh, two other places. We're not Um, winning. So they're playing. Probably not. Um I think again, Lucas there, Gaiannis, you know, so uh Tana- Tanasis, sorry, he was dominating is not the other on uh, <laughs> but look at this roster, right? Paula Banquero, Mikel Bridges, Jalen Brunson, Anthony Edwards, Tyrese Halliburton, Josh Hart, Brandon Ingram, Jaron Jackson Jr., Cam Johnson, Walker Kessler, Bobby Portis, Austin Reeves. Steve Kerr is the coach. That's the team the USA is taking to quote-unquote the World Cup to win. And again, it's not the Olympics, so I can understand some of the big guys aren't playing. But man, we, I had this discussion on one of the podcasts from a while ago talking about how the European game is caught up and how... Like the, if you think of the top five players outside of maybe Steph and possibly you could throw Kevin Durant in there, but Jokic, Luca, Giannis, those are the top four, or five players in the NBA. They're all they're not Embiid, right? They're not American. The game is obviously caught up. And look at this crap product they were putting out there. What are your thoughts about this roster? And like, again,
1: they clearly don't care. About are the we championship
0: yeah I guess so right it, but it's, it
1: to to an extent it's always been like that with FIBA I felt like it, it, you know Olympics, the big big guys will come out and then here and and, and and right I get it in a in a sense because with the ramp up on injuries lately uh with a lot of players and especially the bigger players um I get it, but they really don't care about the FIBA World Cup that's what it seems like it's they they generally don't care. Um I mean I I'm not saying they got a bunch of scrubs out there. They they they'll, they'll be in the loop of things, but I feel like there's going to be teams that are going to be out there. I have a feeling that France is going to be good. Uh yeah. Australia um I would say Spain, but I I don't think the Spaniards have been that big Yeah, lately. it's not. They they are They're not. Um you know a couple other teams I would assume Slovenia
0: uh, Greece of course with Luca. but I mean th- th- it's like you got one or two off players right the thing is with the USA right. roster it's still they're expected to win right even though yeah. this isn't a great team overall right. they're still expected to win because some teams have five NBA players seven NBA players these are all NBA players right. that are all-star levels or have been all-stars previously correct but none of these guys were all were all on the all-NBA team either so that's the other thing it's like what I mean- are we putting out there no, I get it, but
1: again, it's mostly NBA players, and and most of the other teams. I feel like France, France slash Australia would have the, like a, a an abundance of, them, yeah. of uh, NBA players because they yeah. do have them. Um, a, any other team like like Greece, for example, I don't think they're gonna have too many NBA players. You know, Giannis, a couple other ones, uh, Thanasis, like, or, or and maybe maybe here and there you might see uh, a couple other NBA players. Player? Even with Slovenia, you got Luca, you might have a couple other ones, right? Uh, it's not going to be an extended amount of NBA players, so you I, and really those are like there. There's one superstar, and then it's just a bunch of guys bunch that are of put guys. together, right? Yeah, and then but on this team it should be well balanced. Um, they should be able to work the ball together. They, they'll have a chance, um, uh, but again, it's it's who who's who, who's gonna take who's gonna get in there and be like you know follow my yeah, lead because it's so hard. This is
0: my- this is my other thing. It's like, I don't even know. I like Brunson. Who the best Who the best player is. Is it Anthony Edwards? Is it Jalen Brunson? Is it Brandon Ingram? Halliburton? Like, I don't even know who the... Let's just say the games are going to be tight because I'm pretty sure they will be. These This team is not going out there and blowing teams out like previous USA teams by 25, 30 points. I don't see it happening. And this is the other thing. You talk about, oh, it's one NBA player and a whole bunch of dudes. That actually is beneficial in the sense that those guys know their roles, right? Roles, yeah. These guys have to figure it out. Well, Brandon they're, Ingram, they're,
1: they're basically got... a bunch of role players at this point. I mean, you might have like a star, upcoming star in Bridges. You might have an upcoming star in 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 um, Brunson. Brandon Ingram is Edwards. The, uh, I
0: mean, Anthony Edwards. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're, these Jaron Jackson Jr. Defense Player of the Year. So they have players, but again, when they're on their own team, they're stars of their own team, and right. a lot of when the USA has struggled. In these tournaments is because of that players don't know their roles. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Players don't know their roles. It's too many alphas, right? I don't. I mean, I don't take shots at them, but they're not. This, this isn't considered alpha. But right. the the roster, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm. I'm. Again, they're still expected to win. That's the wild part. It's like, dude, you're still the USA. You're still technically miles better than everybody else. You should win. I don't know if they're going to but I the last thing i want to talk about you said you know maybe the injuries and stuff like that that's a fair point i remember like when uh i think maybe he was 16 at the at the olympics um when the stars went out there they, they won that obviously i remember hardin came back the next year and he was just a different player because he had been playing basketball all summer the guy came in and was 17 the year we uh The Rockets were the second or third seed. They 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 lost to the Spurs that year. But Harden came in just like ready to go. Like the guy was on top of his game was the first year with Mike D'Antoni. So I can see it having the opposite effect for some of these guys where they come into the season, they're ready to go. They've been playing for the summer. They've been playing real basketball, not pick up, not, you know, scrimmages. This is for real. So you could see somebody like a Tyrese Halliburton or Brandon Ingram coming to the season. These guys are already all-star level players, right? Tyrese Halliburton was an all-star. It's like these guys could come in and, you know, just pedal to the metal because they've already been in that rhythm. And that, right. I think that's a big por- uh, factor as well is some of these guys are going to come in, they're going to be ready to go, and their teams are going to be flying high. And especially for like, you know, take let's take Jaron Jackson, for example, right? No John Morant. He's going to have to do more yeah. defensive player of the year last year, maybe more offensive skills this year. He's he's great already, right? I think that that that's another thing to keep in mind. Um, is I think that's this this could all should be very beneficial to them. Uh, if you you got anything else to add, I want to talk a little bit about uh, Jalen Brown and Anthony Davis. Um, if you have something to say, go ahead. If not, we'll move to the next.
1: No, I think I'm good on FIBA. I mean, I I, I I like again. I feel like they're going to be in the run-in of you know trying to win this thing, but uh i am i won't be surprised if another team beats them which more than likely will happen um they just don't it, it, it's you you got to have these guys i mean you want to win you want to win something and especially with the with the world catching up like you mentioned earlier w- with all these other countries that are you know catching up to usa when it comes to basketball it's it's going to be more competition. You can't put these guys out there if you're trying to win a championship. It's just not going to happen. Uh, you got to put better product out there. And, uh, you know, prove me wrong. Uh, we got the twins on there, right? Cam Johnson, Mikhail Bridges, shout out. So they're
0: not actual twins, just for those. They're, they played on the same pretty team.
1: Pretty positive they're yeah. twins. Um, <laughs> they might not even have the last name, but they, they, they're they twins. <laughs> they don't even look like uh, there were triplets at a point with DeAndre, Ayton, but <laughs> they're yeah. twins, uh, and, and and you know uh, must have been t- take us t- take us home, twins. That's that's what we want. That's what we want to see.
0: I mean, again, Ben Carroll was a beast. I I could see him take that. Brunson next year
1: Edwards. I mean, it's a
0: solid team overall. But I mean, yeah. it's it's um
1: it, it's it's how can these guys fit in? Are they gonna? try to do what they do on their team or they're going to like hey let me let me sacrifice for the team yeah. let me let me do what's best for the team they, they have a couple of those guys they just don't have a lot of those guys that's 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 yeah. the main thing with that man like that's what you got to see uh, on how they and la- last the thing is
0: uh, reports last thing is reports said that they played at the select team which had Cade Cunningham and Jalen Green um just to name a few players that were on there and yeah the select team beat the Team. So just reports. I don't know. I mean Jalen Green, you know, take that next step, all star level player. We'll leave that discussion um, for when the season starts. But I think I wanted to talk a little bit about, like I said, uh Jalen Brown and Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis is reports are he's going to sign a three years one sixty eight million dollar, three hundred and sixty eight million dollars, sixty-two per year. Jalen Brown's like a few weeks ago, signed five years, three hundred and four. So both contracts upwards of sixty million dollars per year. I want to talk a little bit about the Jalen Brown one. First of all, money's bonkers. Jokic signed, I think, last year for $55 million a year, so it's already gone up five million. And Jalen Brown ain't the same player Jokic is. So like it's just whoever comes up next, right? It's kind of like if you're in line and you're a borderline all-star to you know, superstar capable money is just going crazy. And Anthony Davis is being by two, almost two, almost a million and a half going to 62 million a year. I want to talk about Jalen Brown because of the fact that the Celtics were in this weird position. You kind of have to keep Jalen Brown, but maybe the move was to possibly trade him or, you know, let him play his contract out because I don't know if it's ever going to work with Jason Tatum and him just, uh, it, it feels like they've had their opportunities. They've always come up short. They were in the finals two years ago against the Warriors. They were up two one. They lost that series. Jalen Brown did not play well. I mean, uh, Jason Tam did not play well in that series. And then, of course, Jalen Brown was pretty bad uh, in the Conference Finals against the, the Heat. He shot like what sixteen percent from the three point line, or something like ridiculous, like in the low like low teens from the three point line, and. All the turnovers, Jalen Brown had a lot of... I mean, Jason Tatum had a lot of turnovers. God, all the Jays got me messed up. <laughs> but um what do you, th- you you think? Like, I think the Celtics were in a tough position. You almost have to sign him. It's damned if you do, damned if you don't type of thing. Right. Do you, wh- what do you think about Jalen Brown? I, I mean, the, I guess the, I can't ask, is the, is he worth the money? Because the money is just what it is. It's just crazy. It's inflated. I can't... The next guy's going to come on the board... Is going to get some crazy money and everyone's going to be like, why the hell is he getting this money? But, and then also Anthony Davis on the front of that. He's fragile. I don't know why the Lakers committed to him for that kind of money. I guess it's the Lakers. You gotta, you gotta have a star. That's my thought. Like the Lakers have, it's the Lakers. They have to have a superstar on their roster because it's the Lakers. It can't be just a mediocre team that just don't have anybody. What are your thoughts about Jalen Brown, uh, contract? And I guess. To fit with Jason Tatum and then also a little bit of Anthony Davis.
1: I mean, okay, so when it comes to J- Jalen Brown, I'm gonna be honest like, okay, yeah, that's a lot of money. Like, for somebody, I mean, your best player is not getting paid that money. Jalen Brown is right. Um, yeah. is Jalen Brown a, a top two way player? Yes, hands down, right? Um, they've done multiple times, they they went to the you know finals, they came up short. They I feel like when they went up against the Warriors, I had them as a favorite. Like I'm going to be honest. I felt like they had a really, really well-balanced team that needed to put something together, and they had the right guys to do it. You had Tatum, you had Marcus Smart, Dylan Brown, I mean, Horford. Like You you had a very yeah. balanced uh, Brogdon, uh, if I'm not mistaken. You just had a bunch of guys that were together for a good amount of time with that being said Jalen Brown is just uh man him getting paid that amount of money it's 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 kind of absurd to me but at the end of the day you know it comes down to like they just got rid of smart as well right you have to you can't just let him walk uh I is there a trade out there for him you know it, it, what are you gonna get in return you're not going to get the same guy. So I feel like the Celtics hands were tied behind their back and, and they kind of already got rid of somebody that was a a major piece in, in Marcus smart, uh, with the, for the Celtics. So that's basically disbanding the whole thing and saying, Hey, let's just do it again. You know, instead, you know, they kind of, they kind of said, Hey, we're, we're, we're going to ride this ship. We got the players, um, and, and and we're going to go with this Jalen Brown. Um uh, and, and just sign him and then go along with that because there were rumors out there. I, I'm pretty positive. Uh if I'm not mistaken before the offseason started that Brown might not even stay with the Celtics. Um yeah. yada yada yada. Uh, I had hope. Yeah, you, you definitely had hope. Um but that never came to fruition, right? And and the Celtics had to do what they had to do. Um uh, they can't get rid of Marcus Smart and Jalen Brown in the same season that's just kind of uh that wouldn't make sense uh, and that's just like for a team that wasn't I mean it wasn't like they were like they didn't make the playoffs or anything right they were in the mix they had a yeah. chance they could have they could have potentially won yeah. you don't blow that team up like that within an off season i think they got i think they lost a major part in Marcus Smart yeah and, right. and, and we'll see how that goes but
0: that that's i my, mean
1: the I money you can't even do anything about it anymore at this point is just it's all. no crazy. one's no one's overpaid anymore no one's overpaid everybody gets paid what they deserve right uh everybody get their <laughs> money don't really worry about it like that everybody gets there. there i can't there's it's the money's always
0: going up i feel like everybody's getting paid a ridiculous amount of money but uh and then what but, what do you think about um uh, Anthony Davis and them securing him to another extension for three years, of course that pretty much means so, to me I that's going to be the time LeBron's already gone. Yeah, to me, Anthony, that's a bit puzzling. I
1: didn't think that was going to happen, especially the way the last two three years have panned out for Anthony Davis. It's 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 quite, it, that's kind of questionable. But I mean, I I get it. You know, it's the Lakers. You got to have somebody on the uh, you know. Marquee matchups and and have somebody on the card that you know is going to bring in ticket sales. It's it's Los Angeles, it's Hollywood, right? You got to have somebody that people are going to come and try to watch. Um, you know, are the Lakers going to come in? You know, lure in a big superstar after Bron's gone, right? LeBron when he leaves, it's what's going to happen, right? And 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 to secure him, I guess, I guess post LeBron, that'll keep some interest in players wanting to come and playing but again the biggest question with Anthony Davis has always been his health and it's all it's still a question till this day so it's it's literally his career he gets injured he's playing one game he's game, he's not playing the other game it's yeah. it's been a consistent thing I mean it, again does Anthony Davis deserve that money uh, you, you could debate that right I, I feel like there's there's, there's, they want a title, and and you know you got to keep him, and you know I really don't have no other options. That's why a lot of these players are getting paid. It's like you don't have any other options to go. You can try to trade him, and 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 the, and the other thing is, who's going to want to trade for Anthony Davis?
0: Yeah, and that that's my last point. Right, is you sign up to this extension, as, as you get older, it's just human, the body, the human body. You're more likely to get injured, considering Angie Davis is already injury-prone. He's been injury-prone his entire career. As time progresses, you're more likely to get injured. You're more likely to sustain, unfortunately, longer-term injuries that just nag and whatnot. For an injury-prone guy, the contract is almost going to become untradeable if he something dumb as doesn't dramatically change in his in his health. Because right. nobody's gonna to want to trade for an aging super, aging superstar who's making sixty odd million a year and is injury prone. So it better work, right? The Lakers are going for it, it pretty much. Maybe I'm mean, murmuring they, like the maybe false with
1: rumors, but I mean there's there's I felt like there's been talks about moving on from Anthony Davis multiple times. Whether whether the yeah. whether there was any truth to that or any there's been there's been some sort of like hey like what what should the Lakers do like Lakers haven't been great mm. like of course like I I understand what they did last year after you know trading with Westbrook and stuff but there's been legit rumors about hey what do we do like with Anthony Davis it's not like people are coming to ask hey is Anthony Davis available no one's asking for that and yeah and again it's it's Lakers and you have to have somebody. That people are going to come and watch, and it's it's always a a show over there, right?
0: And I guess there's always going to remember because considering the fact that he is the big, um, he's a big asset that they have. He's their best asset, right? Right. Whatever you want to say about LeBron James, he's close to forty. Like you, <laughs> you can't. What what, what No team's going to trade for LeBron James, right? There's you're not getting much value for it, right? That's your best asset. If you wanted to quote-unquote build like LeBron, let's just say he leaves or whatnot, he did sign extension as well. So he's going to stay for a year or two longer. But if you get rid of LeBron or LeBron leaves, the best asset you have to rebuild quick is to trade Anthony Davis. So that would that would be the only option that would make any remote sense. But I don't know. Like, I mean, the, the money is crazy. It's just like I don't I, I mean, don't he's an asset if he's rest.
1: available to play. He's not going to be an asset if somebody was two years go down the road. I'm saying two years go down the road. Let's just say two years go down the road, Anthony Davis plays like 50 games, maybe 40 games in the next
0: two years. No one's going to want this guy. Yeah. And I agree. Right. But it's like the the Lakers were in a tough situation. I just didn't think they had to give him this extension because they could have just waited. Right. I, I don't think any, any, I Assume there'd be teams like if he let's just say became a free agent, hypothetically, Dick, there would be teams that would throw crazy money at him. But it's right. LA, like the, the Lakers would win that battle. I don't think they needed to extend him, but shout out Rich Paul. That man yeah, is ridiculous getting his ridiculous ridiculous. Yeah, Rich Paul is crazy. Um, but yeah, I think we're gonna wrap it up there, Zengi. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. And on that note, we out. We out.